0: Put your name on the waitlist, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, with a lot of exciting changes, and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social Podcast, episode 32. Uh-huh. 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 got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things digital, social media, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. This episode is brought to you by my free 20-page ebook with 100 really practical social media tips for your business. Grab them at steviesayssocial.com forward slash ebook. Hello, hello. Hey guys and welcome to episode 32 of the Stevie Says Social Podcast. I am back on deck. As some of you may know, I have been living it up in Bali for the last two months. I was living in a villa in Canggu and Spending my days working in co working spaces with pools attached to them, working in cafes with coffees for a dollar and brekkies for three dollars. I have been having poolside margaritas and basically living the life. So you would probably think that I have come back and I am majorly depressed, but the opposite is true, because I'm actually really excited for what's coming up over the next few months, even though there is a lot of work for me to do, and basically just diving into everything and having a routine again. So, Bali, I loved you. I will be back. There is absolutely no doubt about that. I would love to do another stint uh, over there, more than a week, maybe another few months. But for now, I am putting down my what do you call them? Roots. Putting down my roots on the sunny Gold Coast and very, very excited about getting back into work. So, let's get into the podcast, Hey, Today, we're talking about Facebook ads and you might remember a few episodes back in episode 28, I gave you a little bit of a 101 Facebook ads overview. If you haven't listened to that, I would highly, highly recommend that you do. Uh, Do it before you dive into this episode or listen to it straight after because it will give you a really good overview of the Facebook ads platform to basically better help you understand what we're about to talk about. In today's episode, what we're talking about is Facebook ad targeting. So one thing that I absolutely love about Facebook ads is that it is one of the most targeted forms of advertising available anywhere. It's literally at the top of my list when it comes to paid marketing options anywhere, on Facebook, off Facebook, anywhere, because of the amount of targeting that you can do. You can literally target an ad to the exact person that you want to hit it as opposed to something like a billboard where you pay thousands and thousands of dollars and you spray and pray and you hope that the right person is going to see your ad whilst paying for a lot of the wrong people to see it. So yeah, I have love heart eyes for Facebook ads. What we're going to cover in this episode is specifically Facebook ad targeting. So there's been a couple of changes to the Facebook ad targeting options that are available within the platform. Some have already come into effect and there's also a big change coming about tomorrow, which is the 15th of August for those who are listening a little bit later on. Before we get into that though, let me give you a bit of an overview of what you can do in terms of Facebook ad targeting. So on Facebook, it's traditionally been possible to use the ad platform to target three different categories of people with Facebook ads. The first category is using Facebook's data. So, basically, you can target ads to people using the data that people voluntarily give to Facebook, right? So, you know, when you like a page or you enter what your job is or you enter your relationship status or your date of birth, Facebook uses that information to then serve um, or to sell to advertisers so that they can serve ads to you. The second type of targeting that has traditionally been available is using your own data. So basically, this is known as custom audiences, and it refers to the affili- the ability, affinity, ability (laughs) that Facebook gives you to upload your own information into Facebook. So this basically includes things like email databases you own, right? So you can literally get your email database and download it and upload it into Facebook and Facebook will link it up with all of the email addresses in their system and will allow you to serve ads to them. So There's also a lookalike audience, which is kind of connected to a custom audience where you can then kind of uh, basically make an audience of people similar to the people in your custom audiences. Anyway, the third type of targeting that has traditionally been available is partner categories. So, these have been categories of targeting that were traditionally made available through partnerships that Facebook had with third-party providers. So, companies like Axiom and Experian, and you might have heard of them or you might not have. So, but basically through these partnerships, Facebook has been able to tap into really, really specific information, which it's then on-sold to people advertising on Facebook to use to serve ads to specific categories of people. So, the three different um, options that were traditionally available, just to recap, were Facebook's data, your own data, and partner categories. In terms of changes, there have been two big Facebook ad targeting changes that have come about recently. So, the first of those is that partner categories, so the third one that we referred to above are being deleted. The second change is a more positive one for advertisers and it's the introduction or in some cases, the reintroduction of some new targeting options. And we'll go through what those are in a sec. Let's start though with number one. So the bad news in some ways for advertisers. So, as of the 15th of August, quite a few Facebook targeting options are going to be or have been deleted. And basically, the reason why these changes came about, the reason why Facebook is taking away partner categories, uh, well, there's a couple, but one of the biggest is the Cambridge Analytica scandal. The other one, just as a side note, is changes into um, the privacy policy in Europe and basically GDPR, which if you're not sort of working online, you might not be familiar with, but basically Europe is really tightening up their privacy in terms of online and Facebook is looking to comply. But the biggest reason for the deletion is, yeah, the Cambridge Analytica scandal. And if you have been watching the news at all in the past little while, you would be at least partially familiar with this because you would have seen Mark Zuckerberg's interrogation by the Senate. You would have seen, you know, news about the Russians buying Facebook ads and influencing the US election and so on and so forth. So, If you've been living under a rock or you've been, I don't know, holidaying in Bali and not watching the news... Here's what happened. In 2013, basically the Cambridge Analytica scandal first came about because a researcher from Cambridge University created this personality quiz, which as a result of Facebook's privacy policy at that time, gave him access to the data of tens of millions of users. A year later, so in 2014, Facebook tightened its privacy policy and they basically disallowed this ever happening again, they put stricter limitations on data acquisition. But by then, the damage was basically done. And so basically what happened was this developer had a whole lot of data on people, as did other developers. And this developer in particular sold it to Cambridge Analytica And what happened then is that it's alleged that this data was used by Cambridge Analytica, it was used in the Trump campaign, it was used by Russia to sway the election, and obviously we know what the outcome of that was. Facebook was in huge hot water, right? So they were interrogated by the Senate, and as a result, they've taken a lot of proactive action to increase privacy measures on the platform. So in a really convoluted way, that's how the deletion of partner categories have occurred. So, In my opinion, it's obviously uh, a much greater issue in terms of privacy, but it's unfortunate for Facebook advertisers because some of the things that could previously have been targeted in the past through partner categories, so things like the type of car a person owned, their income levels, whether they were likely to be moving, whether they're a business traveler, all of that sort of content, um, anything that, sorry, content, I'm so used to saying content, all of that sort of data. So all of this data that Facebook was buying from third parties can no longer be used to target your ads. So let me give you an example of how effective that sort of information could previously have been. I used to work in a real estate company and it was previously possible to target basically whether a person was likely to be a first home buyer, whether they were likely to be upsizing, whether they were likely to be downsizing. And basically they got this information from a third party company and it was based on the um, buying behaviors of people in the Brisbane area because we were targeting Brisbane, right? So, For a real estate agency, this was absolute gold because we were able to target ads to people likely to be selling a particular type of home. And guess what we were targeting? Those types of homes. So really powerful stuff, right? Unfortunately for Facebook advertisers, this opportunity is now gone. Now, what I will say is that it is still possible to get this sort of information and to use it to advertise but it now involves going straight to the third party provider so Experian or Axiom or one of the others and basically purchasing it for use in Facebook. The unfortunate part of this is that that can be a really expensive exercise and for, you know, most small businesses it's not going to be a viable option. So what does it mean? Basically at the end of the day, it just means less targeting options. We can't use the partner categories anymore. What it means is that we need to use um, or make greater use basically of other targeting options that are available. So, you know, using things like targeting competitor pages, layering different targeting options, testing. That's the bottom line. Just like we always have had to have been when it comes to changes with Facebook, of which there are many, we need to get creative with the type of targeting that we're doing with our Facebook ads. It doesn't change the fact that Facebook has huge targeting potential. It's still super valuable. It just means that we're now limited to either uploading our own data into Facebook or aren't targeting based on what Facebook already knows about us because we have told them, which really is a lot. So that's the bad news in some ways. The good news is that Facebook has introduced some new categories or reintroduced in a number of cases, and I'm really excited about these ones. So let's run through them because I think that they could be really, really useful for a lot of the people listening to this particular podcast. So guys, listen in. Number one is the ability to target page admins. So basically, Facebook has introduced the ability to target anyone who is the admin of a business page, and this could be, guys, a very, very good one. It also allows you to drill down by the type of admin. So as an example, Facebook will now allow you to target anyone who is the admin of a business page. Newsflash, guys. This is awesome for anyone looking to target business owners with ads, and I will 100% be using this option in the future. It also allows the targeting of food and beverage page admins, sports page admins, community page admins, travel and tourism page admins, and more. Retail admins, Guys, this is all super useful depending on your business and your ideal client. Now, you can get these by going into the ads manager, into the targeting section and basically navigating to behaviors, digital activities and then Facebook page admins. Guys, I'm guessing that you're at the gym or you're walking or you're doing something where you can't write these down. So make sure that you head to stevie says forward slash 32 and the entire transcript of this podcast will be in there along with all of the details of where you can find these targeting options. Now, the second type of targeting that I'm excited about is the reintroduction of employer and job title targeting. So this used to be around and it was taken away. It is back and again, I am very, very, very happy about it. So, basically, employer targeting allows you to type in the name of an employer and to serve ads to anyone that has listed themselves as working for that employer. So, I have previously used this in recruitment campaigns when it used to be available, and I would basically target certain companies with a job ad. So, with this type of targeting, I've literally been able to list every single other company that is a competitor company where I would potentially want candidates to work for the company that I was doing work for and basically serve them job ads. So, it's a really powerful recruitment tool. So, the other thing that this can be really, really good for is B2B. So, Imagine serving an ad all about your product or service to every single person in a company as a way to get the right person within that company's attention. I just think that that could be a really creative way of conducting B2B marketing. So, this targeting function is available. And again, just go to the blog post at stevie says social.com forward slash 32 if you don't remember it and you're not ready to write it down. But it can be found in the demographics slash work slash employers section. Job title targeting is also back. So, basically, this means that you can target people by their job title. Again, this is super useful for B2B and for those that are looking to target. Particular positions with their product or service. So say you had an amazing software product that you thought that marketing managers would really kind of um, jump at the chance to buy. With this targeting option, you can literally target every marketing manager in Australia as an example. Super powerful, right? So this is available at demographics forward slash work forward slash job titles. The third type of targeting that has been introduced is school and field of study targeting. So basically, similar to employer targeting, this allows you to target people by what university they go to and by their field of study. So this is both really, really useful for companies whose demographics are within that target market. It can be really useful, obviously, as well for education providers for targeting different things. So many options available. So they can be uh, accessed at demographics forward slash education forward slash schools and demographics forward slash education forward slash fields of study. Guys, there you have it. They are the changes, both positive in my opinion and negative, again, in my opinion, in relation to Facebook ad targeting. As with everything in social media marketing, things in Facebook ad land are constantly changing and as marketing and business owners, marketers and business owners, it's really important, I guess, that we just adapt. So, some of these changes are going to be super useful. Some are going to be a little bit annoying if you used to rely on them. Basically, all it means though is that you need to get really creative with the Facebook ad targeting that you're doing, test out different things, see... What works for you? Once you find something that works, you go all in on it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Guys, if you would like to get the uh, information from the blog post, make sure again you head to stevie says social.com forward slash 32 in the next podcast episode, we're going to be chatting all about DIY video marketing tips for Facebook and Instagram. And I'm very excited to be chatting to Nikki Felton from Play Creative about that. She's got some great insights. I've just finished recording it and I'm very, very excited. So make sure you hit the subscribe button and um, you'll be notified as soon as that episode goes live. All right, guys, until next week, that is it for me. See you later.